Donation Podcast, episode 41. dog fans it's episode 41 of the dog nation podcast coming to you live from underneath sanford stadium my name is derek and my co-host old dogs here and we're going to open this show the midweek show on a extremely sad note we got some really bad news out of athens just reported today at seven o'clock 7 p.m here on thursday that william hartman known as bill hartman a former georgia football player and coach died this afternoon at Athens Regional Medical Center. He was 90 years old. He was one day short of his 91st birthday. Old dog, that's huge bad news, man. Huge bad news. What do you have to say about, uh, what can you say about a titan, about a giant of Georgia athletics like Bill Hartman? Well, you know, he was he was something else. I mean, you know, he, he grew up in Athens, uh, you know, played for the dogs and then, uh, you know, hung around and, uh, you know, coached, uh, you know, for most of his life there until he retired. And, uh, you know, thank heavens it was a short illness and he went quick from what I understand. Yeah, exactly. He, he, it was extremely short illness. It came on really suddenly and, uh, he was taken today, you know, one day short of his 91st birthday. But, you um, know, lived a, lived a long life and, uh, you know, as a lot of us think, lived right there, you know, about as close as heaven on earth as you can get. You were not kidding. Georgia. I mean, this guy was an all-SEC. He was all-American. He played for, in the mid-30s. He played for a season with the Washington Redskins. And then he came home after one season with the Washington Redskins and spent the rest of his life and the rest of his career, his entire life, was devoted to the University of Georgia. Um... He was an assistant coach under Wally Butts, and uh, he coached. He was he started out actually as a running back coach. You know, he coached Frank Sinkwich and coached Charlie Trippy. You know, Frank Sinkwich won the Heisman Trophy under his tutelage. But he's going to be best remembered, I think, as a kicking coach. And when I met him, um, that's what he was doing. You know, this is the guy who taught, who coached Rex Robinson and Kevin Butler. And John Casey, Mike Jones, oh, Alan man. Levitt, you oh. know, you name them. I'm telling you, as as we have on many a podcast. I know, I know. To the kicking game, I don't want to get you wound up on the kicking game. And Lord knows, you know, the listeners, you guys don't think I'm getting wound up on the kicking game like uh, old like old dog here. But Bill Hartman is a serious Georgia legend, and it just turns out he was a kicking and punting coach. You know, yeah, so, and, what a, and what a, and really what a life to celebrate. You're not you kidding. Know, I mean, this guy, guy had, yeah, you know, I mean, the guy had 90 good years here on earth, oh, and uh, you know, did a lot for a lot of people and touched a lot of lives. I he mean, was uh, awesome. I met him when I was like eight years old, you know, and uh, for the first time, I met him when I was like eight years old, and um, I saw him every year at football camp for about ten years till I graduated from high school, 
And uh, Vince Dooley said today, uh, I don't know anyone, this is a quote from Vince Dooley, I don't know anyone, both in academics and athletics, who has done more for Georgia than Bill Hartman. He said, I don't know of anybody in the history of the school has made more of a contribution than Bill Hartman. And, and you know, did it and did it in a pretty quiet way too. Yeah, this guy, you know, this yeah, he's he's just a solid, uh, absolutely rock solid bulldog, and uh, I hate to see him go. He was a great bulldog. He's a great teacher and great coach. Oh man, that's just bad news. That guy, he was a great guy. Really well, you know, guy. and I mean, he's in a you know he's in a far better place. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure he is. He was a really great guy and uh, spent 90 years at the university. I mean, really, not 90 years, but damn near 80 years or or 75 years, I guess, of his life was spent at the University of Georgia. And uh, like you said, heaven on earth, man. I mean, we can only be so lucky to spend 75 years at at the University of Georgia in Athens. That's right. Well, I mean, I just want to get that out. That was the that's the lead off. That's the biggest news in Georgia football this week, this month. The death of Bill Hartman is a huge loss for the university, and uh, we're sad to see him go. No doubt about it. And and I guess probably the second biggest piece of news, you know, changing gears here is, uh, you know, we're in through you know what five days of spring break, and uh, as far as I know, we haven't had a player arrested for anything. <sighs> Sweet baby, the police blotter in Cancun, the police blotter in uh, the uh, the island, South Island, you know, down there in uh, off of Texas, south of Corpus Christi, man. Uh, yeah, the police blotter is silent so far. So, uh, you know, student body out there, you guys are doing your job. You're keeping those guys' uh, noses clean, giving them rides, keeping the keys away from them. That's awesome. We really appreciate it here at the Dog Nation podcast because we no like to see it. a clean police blotter. So you're right. We're five days into spring break, and no news is good news on the police blotter front. <laughs> That's absolutely right. Um, you know, but, you know, old dog. There's not a whole lot going on this week. Um, we're in spring break. Uh, there's no changes to the two depth uh, chart unless somebody gets uh, uh, breaks his leg playing beach volleyball this week or something. Yeah, and I and I really don't expect to see a whole lot of changes on the depth chart, you know, throughout spring practice. Uh, you know, this is more of a learning time for guys, uh, you know, chance for the new guys to get some reps, uh, you know, give them a look at, you know, who may step up, who may not. But I really don't think we're going to see, unless, like you said, unless someone gets hurt, you know, I really don't think we're going to see a lot of change on the depth chart, you know, until we get to about the middle of fall practice. I agree. I think you're right. There's not, like you said, unless there's a major injury, you're not going to see a whole lot of shaking out in the depth chart during spring. Like you said the other day, we were talking. You're not going to see Coach Rick come out and say, "Wow, Joe Cox has got the hot hand. He he's the man. He's our starter. It's going to be Joe Cox, no doubt about it." You're you're just not going to hear that in the spring, you know. And uh, that's something that, you know, listeners need to realize, fans need to realize, that you're just not going to have those kind of moves in the spring unless something big and unusual happens. That would be an extraordinary circumstance. But, um, hey, you know, ticket orders. Old dog, I got my ticket order yesterday. Finally. All right. 
You know, those things are supposed to be mailed out. I thought out. those things were due the 15th or something. I you know, I know. Yours? They normally are. They normally are. They normally mail out the 1st of March, and they're due on the 15th of March. But this year, evidently, they were waiting for some schools to publish their prices and publish their schedules and their times and things like that. Basically... You know they had to get their price fixing cartel. I had to get all the uh, they had to get all their ducks in a row over their price fixing cartel before they gouged us. Um, so I did just get that today, and uh, hey, I'm glad to get it. I'm glad to contribute. I'm glad to order my tickets. They're due on the 30th for you listeners. They're not due on the 15th like normally. Obviously, hopefully they're not due on the 15th. Ticket orders are due on the 30th this year, and. Um, you know, we have an unusual home schedule this year, guys. We have 10 games in a row, which is something very unusual. 10 games in a row. Then we have one, or is it 11 games in a row? I'm not sure. But anyway, we have all of our games set for one right in a row without a single open date or a single week off. And then we have one open date the week before the Georgia Tech game, and then we have the Georgia Tech game. Very unusual schedule this year. Some unusual home games this year. So make sure you fill out your tickets, get you some away tickets, get your tickets for the cocktail party, um, and uh, get that money back in, get that ticket order in before the 30th, you know? Big deal in dog land, baby. We got to get that ticket order in. Um, what else is going on, old dog? That's about it. You know, you know well, I want to That really is about it. Uh, you know, I do want to comment, you know, on our last show, really drew, I, we couldn't have been you know, getting comments from emails and voicemails and everything. Uh, you fired you know, up the 180 bank. degree depart, apart, you know, on our on our call for, uh, you know, Lauren Smith's death. And, you know, I hope everyone out there, you know, realizes we're just kind of cutting the fool a little bit. And, you know, we really don't want anyone, you know, to, to pass away. And, and we certainly don't want anyone in the dog nation to actually go out and assassinate you know, Lauren Smith. It just, exactly. You know, I'm just going to get on a roll here, do a little commentary. You know, it, it just struck me as, uh, you know, kind of hypocritical of, of Lauren Smith, who I've had some dealings with back, you know, a few years ago in an official capacity as, you know, president and vice president of various Bulldog clubs. Uh, Not a big fan you know, of Lauren Smith. I found him just a, just a total ass to deal with and totally self-absorbed and, uh, you know, quite frankly, if it doesn't put a dollar in his pocket, he's not going to do anything for you. But, you know, aside from that, it just struck me as how hypocritical it was for him to, you know, write some article, uh, you know, talking about how we need to look past football and, you know, kind of smell the roses kind of thing when uh, he owes his total existence, you know, to to Georgia football, you know, college football and Georgia football in particular. I just... Uh, you know, I think probably most of the most of the fans out there realize. You know, I don't I don't hold them in very high esteem, and uh, <laughs> I think yeah. uh, you know we can we can sum it up best when uh, the great Larry Munson uh, you know calls that that famous say, "What do you got, Lauren?" I think most of us know there's absolutely nothing there. <laughs> what do you got? Absolutely nothing. But. In fairness, just to get on the record here for the Dog Nation, for our listeners out there, and like you said, it was really pretty split down the middle. I mean, most fans, most of the listeners, everybody wrote in and said, you know what, I agree with you, Lauren Smith's an idiot, 
and we always make fun of him when he comes on the radio. But it was split down the middle. Everybody agreed on that, but the split came when we actually called for his assassination. You know, half the listeners said, "Hey, I think assassinating him is a good idea," and about half the listeners said. You know, he's still a bulldog, even if he sucks, and we can't be calling for his death on the air. So No, and, and you know, we're just, you know, I hope everyone realizes, kidding. you know, we're having a good time here, and we're just kind of cutting the fool a little bit. Exactly. So. It's part of what makes this podcast and this show successful. It's part of what makes you guys, it's part of what keeps you guys coming back, I hope, because it's part of the kind of things you're going to hear here that you're not going to hear anybody else. You're never going to hear... Uh, Kevin Butler coming from Applebee's in the fifth quarter show say, you know what, I think somebody should shoot Lawrence Smith in the head. You're not ever going to hear that on the radio. <laughs> so it's just part of what makes us interesting. It's part of what makes us funny. And it's part of what we're trying to do to get you guys talking, get you guys excited, and keep you coming back, you know. But um, and but I do want I do want most everyone in the dog nation that, that may not know him very well to realize he's not the happy-go-lucky uh, you know, sideline reporter. He is uh he is truly one one flat asshole of a man. And uh, <laughs> Come on. I hear you. you know, if, if there's not and if there's not a buck in it for Lauren Smith, he ain't gonna do it for I understand. I'll tell you, Let's not I'll tell you this. this can of He's no Dan McGill. He's no Dan McGill, boy. Dan McGill has the greatest job. Oh man, what a great job. All right. Um and oh, enough said on that subject. Enough said on that. Let's make one more thing I want to talk about. You know, uh, where do you come down? Because have you ever had any Gosling's uh, Black Seal rum? No. You know, got You know, comment. I'm not that big of a rum drinker. Well, you know, I know you're a bourbon guy, and I'm a bourbon guy on game day too. But, um, but you know, three hundred and the other three hundred and. Um, 58 days a year or whatever it is, or under 350 days a year, I'm pretty much a rum guy. And I had a comment for this week from a very good listener, very loyal listener, has called in the show here before. Big Doll was telling me he's a uh, Black Seal guy. And, you know, uh, I just want to tell him, I appreciate Black Seal. I've been to the Black Seal distillery. You know where the Black Seal is uh, distilled in Bermuda, old dog? That's your little trivia for the day. Uh, wow. On the beautiful island, uh, the country of Bermuda. And uh, which is a wholly owned subsidiary of Britain, and uh, it's a great little distillery. W- Bermuda, by the way, is like I think my favorite place on earth, next to Athens. Didn't and, they invent shorts there? That, well, they did invent the. I, I think they invented the special kind of short, like the knee shorts there. You know. Oh, I got you. I, I thought I thought they invented shorts just to begin with. <laughs> you know that one day someone got hot. You know and just. Just cut his damn pants off at the knees. I'm telling you, it's a cool thing in Bermuda, man. When you're walking down the street, Bermuda has a huge um, banking section. Not that I know anything about offshore banking, but I want to say that um, you walk down the street in Bermuda, and you have guys coming towards you. They'll be wearing a blazer and a shirt and tie and shorts. And those shorts. With, like, knee socks and, like, penny loafers. It's amazing. That's what everybody wears. Wow. It's really kind of like weird. Yankees when they come down south. <laughs> yeah, like freaking carpetbagger Yankees. <laughs> um, not to offend our, not that there's anything wrong with being a Yankee there, uh, Riley up in uh, New York, but um, yeah, you know, it's just just weird. It's unusual. I love Bermuda and I love Black Seal rum, but I got you know I'm a Captain Morgan man. Day in day out, I roll with the private stock. Either the private stock or when I'm slumming, I go with a little Sailor Jerry or Sailor Michael. Um. 
That's it. Let's take a little break, old dog, and let's come back in just a second. We'll wrap up this show. We've got some great audio comments, old dog. Great audio comments. I'm so excited. Looking forward to them. And we've got one in particular that our friend Big Dog is going to just love. So we'll be right back after this break. Okay, dog fans, we're back from the break. Um, just a short little segment here. We're going to wrap this show up. Let you know, Sunday we're going to do another show. I mean, you know, we have some some rival shows out there. There are no rivals to the podcast. We're the only podcast, the first, the best, the original. But there are some other places where you can get content about the Bulldogs online where you have to read it, of course. And uh, they're busy wasting time trying to fill up days with... Uh, too deep depth charts and crap like that. We're going to try not to bore you to death with that. We've already covered that. It's the same as it was when we covered it five shows ago. But on Sunday, we are going to do a short little show, kind of back from spring break show. Tell you, you know, we'll cover the police blotter, make sure everybody got back safely. Hopefully it'll be clean. Hopefully it'll be clean, exactly. And, um, you know, just give you a little, a short little show kind of uh, to wrap things up and get you started off for the second week of spring, spring practice. Um... Right now, for this part of the show, I want to do uh, Old Dog's favorite part of the show, the uh, the alternate sports at Georgia segment, where we cover other sports. You guys asked for this. Old Dog certainly didn't ask for it. And I just want to give you guys a quick overview of what other, other sports are happening at Georgia, because I think it's pretty great. Right now... We have the number one ranked men's tennis team in the country. They put the smackdown on Georgia Tech the other day, which is ranked 23rd in the country. Georgia, the number one team in the country, smacked them down 6-1 a couple of days ago. It was a pretty dang dominating victory. We crushed them and sent them back to uh, Atlanta crying. Um, and they didn't even play some of the doubles matches. Exactly. We have some our men's golf team, the men's tennis team, ranked number one in the country. Men's golf team ranked number one in the country. They're traveling this weekend playing a four-day tournament over in Houston. Um, that's a big opportunity for them to solidify their rankings. There's going to be some other top programs there. And, um, I mean, they're, it's the spring portion of their section, and they're playing in the Hall of Fame Invitational in Houston. Um I hope they do well. We wish them all the luck out there. I wanted to represent for us. Um, I think it's great that we have all these number one ranked programs in the country. Um, another number one ranked program, women's gymnastics. I have no idea what they're doing right now. I just know they're ranked number one in the country. I, I think, think they're awesome. tumbling and stuff. 
Yeah, they, they tumble, they get on those uneven parallel bars. And flipping, there's some ribbon. And they some use heat. a lot of rosin, and uh, they jump over this horse thing. Yeah, you know, who knows, man. I don't <laughs> I don't know what they're doing. And, and then, they walk across boards and stuff. Yeah, some tumbling, some flipping, some rings, I don't know, uneven parallel bar beams, you know, whatever it is they do. But um, and then, well, whatever they're doing, they're doing it real well. Exactly. Susan Yaculine, man, she's a great and coach. And we're proud of them. She's been there forever. We are absolutely proud of them. As are we proud of our number 12-ranked women's softball team. Old Dog's favorite. Women's softball, they just swept Kentucky, Old Dog. Did you see that? That was huge. Yeah, yeah, I, I picked that up. <laughs> you watched every game, didn't you? I couldn't I couldn't get to sleep that night. All seven innings of every game. I was, was just a Twitter with excitement. <sighs> All right, dog fans. That's about it from Athens. Uh, that's it for. That's about all we can cover on the alternative. We're going to probably get an update from the intramural fields too. On I'm Sunday. about to break out. I hear there's some some big happenings over there. Well, you know, I hear Deborah Norville's coming back for uh, you know kind of an alumni weekend, playing a little alumni softball over there at the intramural fields. You you in well, on that? That was, that that was good because she was uh, she was on our old team, the Master Batters. Ah, Deborah Norville, back in the day, boy, intramural. Yeah, boy. All right, dog fans, that's it from the bunker. I was pitching and she was catching. <laughs> You're so full of crap, Deborah Norville, dude. You couldn't even you uh, you couldn't even carry Deborah Norville's cleats. Listen, dog fans, listen up. We'll be back Sunday night. Thanks for listening, guys. We appreciate your support. We got some great audio comments for you tonight. Our audio comment line is seven zero six five three four. 1516. If you want to leave a comment about the show, tell us what you want to cover. Tell us what you want us to ask. We'll ask it. Uh, the website, as usual, dognationpodcast.com. And our email is dognationpodcast at gmail.com. Email us your comments. Old Dog, I'm out of here, man. You got anything else? No, man. That's a wrap. Let's roll. Talk to Bring, you on Sunday. Roll in that keg of Captain Morgan. Go, dogs. Hey guys, uh, it's Eric up in D.C. Good show, uh, sort of all over the place. And gotta love a show that outright calls the assassination of uh, good old Lawrence. Uh, and wait a minute, did I hear, not only do we talk about tennis ball machines, but we also talked about uh, golf and gymnastics. God bless us. Uh, great to have football finally back on, uh, on the field. And uh, I think you guys should take the, the video camera down on spring break. I mean, why not? Why not show us what the football players do off the field? All right, and uh, one last thing. I'm, I wasn't kidding about the dog, about olddogcast.com or whatever you want to call it. 24 hours, recruiting, hunter analysis, what have you. I, I'd definitely be into that. All right, go dogs. Hey, Dog Nation Podcast. Uh, this is Drew from Athens. Um, we were talking about your uh, last episode. I couldn't agree more with uh, Trey Battle. Um, couldn't agree with you guys more. I think uh, CJ Bird's got he's young. He's got years ahead of him, and I love Battle. Way the way, love the way he plays. Um, I'm looking forward to the bumper stickers. Uh, I think it should be a uh, dog cast, just because this is a podcast. If it was a radio show, I'd say dog talk, but I think dog cast is better. And for uh, Lawrence Smith. I think the best way to kill Lawrence Smith would be to put him into the blocking sled that practices, and then kind of like that NFL commercial, and then just have those linemen just pound him until until he's done, and then maybe use his blood to paint the end zones on Sanford. Anyways, I uh, love the show. Keep it up. See you later.
Hey, Dog Nation, it's the smooth one. I know it's spring, it's not fall, but the pigskin pro prognosticator, that's big word for the smoothster, is already in high-level negotiations. We're going over to Brunei to talk to the Sultan of Brunei, the, uh, the, the, the king of fix, who's going to go on to the mountains of Tibet and come up with a perfect score for the fall season. So if you need to reach me, I'll be in the Brunei area. Then I'm going to be coming back. I'm going to be climbing. I'm going to be looking. I'm going to be searching. I'm going to be researching. I'm going to be ready for that fall kickoff with all those picks. And you can take that to the bank. I miss you all. I hope you all miss me. Uh, but uh, I'll, I'll be picking for you come September. You would like to leave a, an audio comment for the Dog Nation podcast. Just call 706 534 15 Sixteen.